1: From Grace Bible Church right here in Hayward, hi there, and welcome to today's broadcast of Way of Grace with our teacher and pastor Jessica Stan and through our summer series featuring the teaching staff. Here at Grace Bible Church in Hayward. Today, Stephen Cloud joins us, and he does so right out of 1 John 1, verses 5 through 7. Message called In the Honor of Walking in the Light True Fellowship with God in Christ. So, what is this fellowship that we have with Christ? How intimate is it? How powerful is it? How true is this fellowship? Well, that's what we're looking at here today. Please join us with this edition of Way of Grace. Here's Stephen Cloud.
2: The Apostle Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, he says, Be ye therefore followers of God, as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. In verse 8, as I read before, For you are sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. And these are the characteristics. These are the fruits of the Spirit. The characteristics of light of being a child of life. For the fruits of the Spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth. Not only do we confess or profess that we are justified freely by His grace, that God has given to us the righteousness of Jesus Christ freely, apart from any of our works. But what we also say is that He has in parted Christ's righteousness to us that means that there are fruits of righteousness the righteousness of Christ that evidences our claim our faith it evidences our true fellowship with God this is this is important and the last sub point to uh, Point number one, a repentant lifestyle in our walk with God in Christ. Because we are sinners, aren't we? And repentance is a must. Turning from sin is characteristic of being in fellowship with God. Constantly forsaking your sin. Constantly confessing your sin. Constantly agreeing with God. Saying the same thing. That God says about sin in our life and not hiding our sin or harboring sin or secretly loving our sin, feeding our sin. Repentance is one of those things that hallmark and characterizes the Christian, the true child of God that has true fellowship with God. And after establishing the basis of one's fellowship by the message that John has heard, the sum and substance of what God is, that He is light. In him is no darkness at all. He is holy, no unholiness with God, He is truth, no error with Him. He is He is good. God is good. God is not evil. After establishing Who God is. The basis of one's fellowship with God. Now we have the test. In verse 6 he says, If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Point number two, the fraud that is exposed and not really having fellowship with God. And so he he he, he starts with if. If, we have the if test. If. And this actually runs through the end of the chapter. In verse 7, it says, but if we walk in the light. Verse 8, if we say that we have No sin. Verse 9, if we confess our sins. Verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned. This is a conditional participle. A mood expressing the possibility and or the potentiality of a thing. But what he is saying here when he uses the term if... This is a condition. If you meet this condition. And then he says, if we say, you know what he's doing here? He's being inclusive. He's being inclusive. If it's possible for you to be deceived or for you to deceive yourself, he brings the totality of the audience, the auditors that he's writing to, into this if we say. Because he's dealing with the body. He's dealing with the body. He's treating the body as a medical officer, triage officer. He is, he is saying, if we, if we say. So really, we don't have the, uh, we should not have the mindset of presuming of presuming that we're good enough not to be deceived, not to deceive ourselves. God is calling us to be very honest and careful. So John, he's being inclusive if we say, all-encompassing. It is a reality that we all say that we have fellowship with God. It is therefore possible... That some of us who say that we have fellowship with God are lying. It is a potential truth that some of us who say that we have fellowship with God actually walk in darkness. Making our claim false and our condition still lost. And I, I believe this is a wise This is a wise method of dealing with heresy. He includes everyone in self-analysis because there are some who are perpetrators of a lie. And maybe some who see and hear it but turn a blind eye to it. Or are struggling with the influence of it. Or are secretly capitulating to it. Or are publicly but feebly standing against it. So he includes everyone. If we say, he's calling this issue to the cart. If we say that we have fellowship with God, but we're walking in darkness, we're living in sin, that person is lying. That person has no assurance that they have true fellowship with God at all. If that person is living in sin but claiming to have fellowship with God, they're lying. What this does is this wipes off the map a lot of churches. And it, it exposes a lot of people's presumption of how they can live as a Christian. So subpoint B... The inconsistency of life exposes the hypocrisy of one's profession. If we say that we have fellowship with God, who is light? But we're walking our conduct. So this is a claim. Here's my claim. I have fellowship with God. But my conduct is contrary to my claim. And actually it's contrary to the character of God. I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. In fact, if you turn to 1 John, we'll get a glimpse because we'll deal with this late, way down the line. But in 1 John chapter 4, this is what he says in 1 John chapter 4 verse 20. And it's very similar, but he puts some substance into this and give you an example of what he's referring to. He says, if a man says, I love God and hate his brother, he is a what? For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? How? So to say you have fellowship with God, but you hate your brother. You hate another believer that has been born again from that same God that you have fellowship with, who bears the immortal day and who has the incorruptible seed within them Christ in them the hope of glory who is heading to the same celestial city which is our desired haven who who is a sharer of the inheritance Co-heirs with Christ of all things, who is a partaker of the divine nature. Yet we say we love God, but we have a hatred towards one of our brothers and one of our sisters in Christ. Look, God will not be deceived, but you're deceiving yourself to think. That you truly, that we, that I, that we truly have fellowship with God, if that is a reality in our life. We have no assurance in that sense. But the Lord Jesus, he he, he had this issue in his day. Turn with me to John chapter 8. John chapter 8. Very, very similar. And we can see how the Apostle John paid close attention to the many battles that our Lord had. And this is still in context of of him claiming this true claim of being the light of the world. In John chapter 8 John chapter 8 starting at verse 38. In fact, I'll start in verse 33. He says the, uh, it says, they, they answered him, we be Abraham's seed. No. Let's start in verse 31. Then said Jesus to the Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And they said to him, we be Abraham's seed. And were never in to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be Uh, you shall be made free. And Jesus said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever commits sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in his house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's seed, his sperma, but you seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you. And then in verse 38, He says, I speak that which I have seen of my father. And you do that which you have seen of your father. Verse 39. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto unto them, if you were Abraham's technon, children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me. He keeps turning back to him. You're seeking to kill me. A man that has told you the truth, which I've heard of God. Abraham did not do this. You, are a, you, you do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him. Here it is, exactly right back in our text. We be not born of fornication, we have one father. Who? God. God. They're claiming to have fellowship with God. Right here. Verse 42. Jesus said unto them, If you, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word, you are of your father the devil. And the lust thereof, lust of your father you shall do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, there it is. When he speaks a lie, he speaketh of his own. He is a liar and the father of it. Back in our text. He that says he has fellowship with God but walks in darkness is a what? Liar. They're not reflecting the character of God, but they're reflecting the character of who? The devil. They're lying. And this is a deliberate lie. A deliberate lie. This is designed to deceive, to speak deliberate falsehood. His walk their walk is diametrically opposed to the light and our claim to have fellowship with him so i'll move on cuz i think it's it's clear right it's clear but here here's some implications of why we can't accept one's claim to have fellowship with god and to live in sin to walk in darkness here's why here are some reasons why we cannot accept a false profession. Because if we if we were to say accept a person who says, I, I'm a true believer. They live in sin and they love their sin and they continue in sin. If we were to accept that, we, we're basically saying that light has fellowship with darkness. Or that God has fellowship with those who love their sin that god has fe- that holy god has fellowship with those who live in sin and if we say that we render the cross useless useless well, why did christ die then what was the purpose of that what were what was god trying to accomplish if i can actually in the one hand say i believe in God, I believe the gospel, so I have my ticket to heaven, stick it in my pocket, and I can continue to live in sin. What did Christ save you from? What did Christ save us from? Is that a fair question? That's a a fair question. We can't eat from the Lord's table and eat from the table of devils. And the Apostle Paul, in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, this is what he says. He says in verse 14, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath what? Light with darkness. Verse 15, And what concord hath Christ with who? wow And what part hath he that believed? with an infidel and what agreement hath the temple of God with idols for ye are the temple of the living God as God hath said I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people for those of us who fall under this category of claiming to have fellowship, but actually walking in darkness, this is to you. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Really, uh, what we see here in this claim is the ignorance manifested in them. We see that there's no impact of the gospel in them. We see these who are professing Christians as antinomians. They're anti-law, anti-law. They are the ones that say, let us sin that grace may abound. They're the ones that say, Jesus Christ is my righteousness. Jesus Christ is the end of the law for righteousness because I believe in Him. Therefore, I am good. And they cling to their justification as an excuse to continue in their sins. They say, I don't have to keep the law. Christ kept it for me. I don't have to obey God. Christ obeyed God for me. Is that right? Yes, He did keep the law of God for me. My righteousness is a foreign righteousness from Christ. That has been imputed to me, but it's also been imparted to me. He didn't just deliver me hypothetically from sin. This is not a hypothetical deliverance. This is a real deliverance, a radical deliverance. This is a Gnostic belief. like The the docetists who actually hold to the idea that all matter is essentially evil, but the spirit is basically good, therefore it doesn't matter how I live in this body. That was the era of his day. And he's letting them all know, he says, look, if we say that we have fellowship with God, but walk in darkness, that person is a liar. And they do not the truth. So mark that person, because you shouldn't follow that kind of a model. No. And here's and he says, But if we, if we this is the good part here, and I I know, dealing with John has <laughs> humbled me. Humbled me. If it doesn't humble anyone else, here, here, I'll let you know, it's humbled me, challenged me, shredded me like a rock, crushed me. Why? Because I have to be honest with God. And i got to be honest with myself. i got to be real with myself. In the light of God's truth. Do I have fellowship with God? He, 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 here's, here's what John says when we close. He says, but if we, and this is 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, last verse, under the third point, the faith and evidence of one's fellowship with God. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. Do I have fellowship with God on his terms? Or on my terms? The terms of fellowship with God is the gospel. The gospel. God is able to dwell with sinners because the blood was shed for them. Cleanse them and wash them from all of their... There's no more anger with God with them. God is in the light of the gospel. We must come to the light of the gospel. We must close with Christ. There's a harmony between the sinner and... And the Savior. Or vertically. And a fellowship to be had. But what's also a reality. And this is what John establishes. If. We walk in the light. As he is in the light. We. Have fellowship with one another. In the blood of Jesus Christ. That was shed. That one time. Over 2,000 years ago. Has. Has. Eternal cleansing and purifying effect. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all of our sins. What that means is, while as yet these characteristics of God's righteousness and His holiness and His goodness and truthfulness should be evident in our life, we still deal with sin, but we don't love it. We don't like it. We want to be perfect, like God is perfect, and we will tell it like it is, God, I am a sinner. I need the blood of Christ. You're you, you talking like that? You have fellowship with God.
1: Such a wonderful time here in God's Word. It's our hope and prayer that you're growing in grace as you take the time to study God's Word with us. And this is Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastand, featuring Stephen Clough from our teaching staff here at Grace Bible Church in Hayward. We would leave you with an invitation. If you enjoyed the time you've had with us today studying God's Word, please consider this a formal invitation to join us in person. Sunday services at Grace Bible Church in Hayward are at 11 a.m. Sunday schools at 10. And then, of course, the Friday Bible study. We've got a lot of folks from all over and from a variety of churches joining us Friday evenings at 8 p.m. for this Bible study. You're invited to either one. We're located at 20450 royal avenue that's here in hayward and the zip code is 94541 you can also get directions at our website grace-bible.com again that's grace-bible.com or simply call for directions 510-886-9782 that's 510-886-9782 As always, we have CDs available. You can download the messages off our website or call us and order a CD of today's broadcast or any program that you have heard here on The Way of Grace. We'd be more than happy to get one out to you. You can call us at 510-886-9782 or stop by our website, grace-bible.com. We do thank you for spending time with us today I trust we'll see you next time we get together for another broadcast of way of grace with Pastor Jessica Stan say we love Jesus